to Darkly Live, where we, no, wait, nope, nope, this, what? this isn't Darkly Live, we're, we're taking a break, what uh, the fuck? Okay, future David, can you fix this? Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, where we read stories because we have to. <laughs> this is like okay uh i am your host david with me are my wonderful co-hosts kayla hello and Sade. hello this is like a i think you pointed this yeah you pointed this out earlier this is a uh this is a darkly lit crossover with uca <laughs> it wasn't necessarily planned that way but that's just how it's working out yeah it's just kind of how it happened yeah we still are reading um uh devil in the white city which will come out october 13th that that's our october episode everybody it's exciting stuff honestly yeah i was stuff. for a good while where are we recording in in september has it been two months already do <laughs> i have two months and not read the book <laughs> i mean i i definitely still need to read the book i've read it before don't get me wrong i read yeah. it before but i need to reread it um and it might be good for me to read during some of my downtime from work. Hey, if you listen to Dregs, you'll find out about the weird job I'm doing right now. Yeah. Uh, we've had some interesting. Oh, should I just get, let you borrow the book then? I just, I've been just bringing with me to work and not reading. You it. might want to let me borrow it. We can just pass it back and forth. I don't know. I, I'm not going to be able to really read it a lot at work. I'm currently listening to the audiobook for Remains of the Day, which is not a horror novel. Uh, I'm reading it for a book thing, um, but. And for the most part, it's just, oh, Butler in the 1920s to 1950s and his life as a butler and shit. But there's a weird part, and I posted this in one of our Discord chats. I can't even fucking remember because I think I posted in the wrong one, whatever. Anyway, um, where Rich, okay, so we got Rich Guy tells uh, Butler protagonist, hey, so I have a godson. His dad has been meaning to tell about the birds and the bees. But now he's 23 and engaged, so he's asked me to do it, but I'm too busy, so you can you do it? And I'm like, hold the fucking phone. This kid is 23, <laughs> and he needs a sex talk? Presumably he doesn't need to have- No, to later on, I, the butler goes up to him, and he's like, I need to tell you about the birds and he's like, oh, I know all about that. And he's like, you do? I'm like, no shit, he does. <laughs> really? What the fuck? And it's this just, is some inept parenting the right here. Is, I mean, it's... I don't think that's far off from today's parenting. <laughs> in all honesty. Oh, shit. I forgot to tell my kid. Might as well have my godfather, his godfather tell him, oh, fuck, I don't have the time. Butler, you do. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I pay you for. <laughs> Butler's like a third tier godfather, right? Um, Maybe sure. Okay. So the next tier, it's like if you go, you go father, then godfather, then butler. I mean, I don't think Bruce Wayne had a godfather. That's why he was raised by Alfred. I mean, if but Alfred is such a father, you might as well be his godfather. Yeah. I think that's true. I Guys, mean, Alfred... I guess it depends on like where you're pulling your story from. But I feel like you know he was enough of the family that yeah, they would have. He also would have been his godfather. Like that's a detail that wouldn't surprise me if it were yeah. canon. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if someone actually wrote that in that like uh, Thomas Wayne had named Alfred Bruce's godfather. That would have been something. Also, I just realized Alfred would have absolutely given Bruce Wayne the sex talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
It would have had to. Yeah. He would. And then for some reason that was uh, Bruce has the negative, the absolutely adverse uh, turnaround from that. Instead of like understanding it, it somehow convinces him that he needs to dress up like a bat and beat people up. <laughs> I don't want to be a bird or a bee. I want to be a bat. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be a bird. Or- <laughs> Why is Bruce Wayne British? I have no idea. Because Alfred raised him anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, so we have a story to read. And I found one that was submitted to us fairly recently by an author who would prefer to be known as Falstaff. Oh, isn't that, uh, wait, that's the name of a Shakespearean character, isn't it? Yes, actually, yes. And I'm also... trying to remember from where, which one, like, it, uh, was that like one of the Henrys? It's, I think it was, it's like a, there's like a Duke of Falstaff or a. Oh, fuck. Where, I'm trying to remember what fucking play was it from? Sir uh, John Falstaff. Sir John Falstaff. And he's, he's in three plays. He's a recurring character because he interacts with all the Henrys. Yeah, Henry the Fourth, Part One and Two, and Hen and uh, yeah, it's Henry the Fourth, One and Two. What's the other one? And Henry Five. And the future Henry the Fifth. Oh, he's also uh in Merry Wives of Windsor. Oh, interesting. So he's uh he's a buffoon character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I- a recurring buffoon. So so the, what is this Shakespearean character? <laughs> So I will say, uh, Falstaff writes to us, I write and publish mostly short horror fiction, but my long-term focus usually consists of fantasy novels and weird screenplays. Awesome. I wrote this story a couple months ago on a whim and have only looked at it a few times since to make minor edits. I'm not ultimately sure if it's creepypasta enough, you know, but I'm proud of it enough to share it. If it sucks, let me hear it. Thanks again and Haunted Mansion lovers unite. Hells yeah. Also, you don't need, this doesn't need to be a creepypasta. No, like, no, it would just take short horror stories. Too. Yeah, we've kind of, I think all of us collectively have kind of, we look back maybe fondly on some of it, but I think we've outgrown creepypasta as a thing in my home. As one naturally should. <laughs> yeah. But, but we're still lovers of horror stories, weird fiction, basically anything that has kind of a creepy edge to it. Now, let me see if I'm pronouncing the title right. Procyonine? Oh. Fuck, I don't know. Procyonine? I didn't study. I think it's Procyonine. It, I'm looking it up. Somewhere somewhere Falstaff is just like, just absolutely losing their shit about oh, my pronunciation. nine, something like that. No, Procyonine. <laughs> do, do we have a, uh, do we have a. Uh, no, I, it, oh, hold on. I, I'm, what? Preoccupied? No, that's not what I want. Damn it. Uh. Well, what's the oh, definition? Here we go. Here we go. You're gonna all right, the power of the internet. The power of the internet. All here we right. go. If it loads. Procyonine. 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 All right. Um, and when I look it up, it's it's it seems like it means raccoon like. Oh boy. Okay. Okay, interesting. All right. Uh do we all have the story open? Yes. Perfect. Wait. All right, darkly lit lovers. Is that a wait, is that a raccoon? It's oh, a leopard. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, in the story, Sade is appearing as an anonymous leopard. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, why don't we do, you know what? Um, Kayla, since you usually open Darkly Lit, why don't you go first? And then usually you introduce Sade and then me. So why don't we do it that way? All right. My boss insisted I come in early today. He called me while I was making breakfast, or at least he tried to. 
I turned the sound off while I was working the late shift the night before and forgot to turn it back on. So by the time I noticed he was attempting to call me, it was too late to do anything other than curse and surprise and let it go unanswered. A minute later, a voicemail arrived and I listened to it in between bites of shitty store brand cereal. Rob, come in at four. You're working the late shift again. Meet me in the back when you when you clock in. We need to talk. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I feel this so hard. Oh, yeah, me too. I enjoyed what little free time I had leading to my drive over. Watched some TV, took a nap, ate lunch. Nothing managed to distract me from whatever my boss was implying, though. No one said, we need to talk, unless the person that needed talking to had done something wrong. Yeah, if I heard that, my... I would be just dreading it and having the worst anxiety. Anticipation. No, it's more like anxiety. (laughs) Yes, true. Fear. And loving. Las Vegas. Uh, I I agonized over it the entire drive there. What could I have possibly done wrong? Sure, working at a family-friendly seafood restaurant in the middle of nowhere in Massachusetts wasn't the most glamorous job. But I didn't hate it enough to slack off. I needed the money far too much to consider that. Oh my god! So far, I find this very like realistic. I I feel this so hard. So you too have worked at Long John Silver's? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not even sure that's a brand or a chain that exists in Massachusetts. It just was the first thing that came into my head. <laughs> oh no, there it actually does have a name. I apologize. Did we we didn't skip David right? No, no, he read the. uh, I read the bit about the enjoy the free time. time. Okay, why did I? Man, I'm so out of it. Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. I worked today, so I am like, I had to reread Kayla's paragraph because I was like, wow, I completely zoned out without (laughs) needing to for two whole seconds. Okay, once parked in the lot beside the restaurant, I climbed out of my car and smoothed out my uniform. Gabe's Grub Galley. Oh, that. That sounds so appetizing. (laughs) (laughs) Gabe's Grub Galley was a pirate-themed seafood place, and even though I usually only worked in the kitchen washing dishes with the occasional handing off to go orders, handing off to go orders, they made me wear something suitably embarrassing. The people in the front got it worse than just a striped shirt and long black pants, though. I didn't envy the servers with the pirate hats, bandanas, and the occasional eye patch, nor the hosts with their mandatory yarhar accents. I want to go here. This sounds great. I (laughs) I think a a few of us in in our group would be like, you know what? I want to go to Gabe's Grub Galley. You know what? I just, me and Alan are so going to this place yeah but like, <laughs> after a long day at the renaissance fair in massachusetts yeah but david it's a seafood place i can find something i'm sure maybe they got some cheddar biscuits Ooh, cheddar biscuits are a my that's you read my mind I you actually, read my mind i actually learned how to make the cheddar bay biscuits from red lobster yeah so we never have to go to red lobster that's not true i want to i have not been to a red lobster in fucking forever then, then you and your seafood loving ass can go to red lobster i'll go with you kayla you yeah. and i will have a nice fancy dinner at red yeah, lobster exactly all Same. of the cheddar biscuits and all the seafood yeah Zayn and i will eat crabs and uh and lobsters, lobsters and shrimp and other 
sea dwelling thing. You'll you'll put the shrimp in the crab and the crab in the lobster and eat it like a big weird crustacean sandwich. I mean, we could just go to a sushi restaurant instead. Yeah, we'd probably just go to sushi instead. Yeah. All right, I'll get some spam masubi. I think you're up, David. Yes, I do believe you are correct. Seeing few cars in the parking lot, I walked in through the front door. I lingered in front of the bulletin board by the entrance for a moment, scanning the pinned contents. It didn't happen often, but sometimes there were ads for research studies that provided paid compensation. Even if it meant driving all the way to Boston, a little extra cash could go a long way. Unfortunately for me, however, it was a bunch of the same. Just people selling furniture, an ad for a movie night at the local library, a poster for a missing elementary schooler, and a woman looking for someone to rehome her large, uncontrollable-looking dog. No thanks. What is the ugliest uniform you've had to wear? Or... No, I know. I, your uniforms are not usually that ugly. Well, to be fair, the first uniform, well, the only uniform I've had to wear that I would consider ugly is like the store bought like stuff that they gave me for wardrobe when I was working ghost town operations at Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, yeah. Because when I wore some of it with the suspenders, I didn't look like I belonged in the Old West. I looked like I was about to start teaching line dancing classes at a community center. <laughs> Like this Walmart ass stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> I um, I think the what I had to wear at Disney World was the ugliest fucking thing. It was basically uncomfortable black pants or black shorts with what looks like a bowling shirt, but the colors were like striped, so it was green, dark green, dark red, and dark blue. Although, so when I worked at a restaurant um, as a buster. Uh, I had to wear black pants and a white button-up shirt, but I also had to wear a bow tie. And they told me, uh, I had bangs, and they said, no, 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 you have to pull your hair completely black, uh, back. And I'm like, completely? And they're like, yeah. Like, we, so I, my, so my hair looked like it was, I, I looked like, um, and it looks like it was completely pulled away from my face, like as though my hair was pulling my face away. And even then they were like, no, 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 we no hair at all. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Eliminate all hair. From your face. Everyone must see your face. So, and of course, like, um, my bangs weren't that long. So I, like, I'm like clipping them back with a hair clip. So it looked even weirder. So my hair looked like shit. <laughs> I think it's your read. If you... Oh, it isn't mine. Oh, wait, what about Sade? No, it's back to Kayla now. Yeah. I, no, I meant I... what's the weirdest uniform you've had to wear? Oh, uh, mine have all been pretty standard. Usually just like a, a shirt. Sometimes like it's a, a like a polo shirt with like maybe a little logo and just whatever pants. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing like really noteworthy. So sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Fair enough. I mean, mine's not necessarily. I think you take the cake on this one because the, the, the bully, the shirt. anti, the anti bang movement. Oh, the anti God! I I've never seen a restaurant that was so like, no, your hair can't be in your face at all. <laughs> you must keep it completely back. I'm like Jesus. Okay. Um. So oh, we're you're on uh the one below. No oh, thanks. No. Uh, find anything? A voice called. It, I looked up with a start. It was my coworker Anne standing at the post, the post podium, the post podium, the post podium, <laughs> the post millennial, the host podium beside the to go desk and register. After a bit of sputtering, I managed to reply, "Ah, uh, nah, no, I didn't. Didn't look like it." I look. Oh, I'll stop. 
I lean to the side, scanning the empty tables behind her. Slow day, I asked. <clears throat> it's a Tuesday afternoon. The kids are in school and the parents are at work. I shrugged. So are we. Should I keep going? If you want. I'll just finish off that page. Okay. I thought you worked the late shift these days and digress. She snuck a peek at the clock on her phone before slipping it back inside her shirt, her skirt pocket. You have a skirt with pockets? I don't believe that. that. It's very practical. I like it. The fact that, I mean, damn, I wish, I I wish all my skirts had pockets. The the ones that I own. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem very late at the moment. Sighing, I shook my head. It's not, but James told me to come in early. Her brows quirked. What for? No clue. I just know I'm in trouble. Anne clicked her tongue playfully. Be careful it doesn't make you walk the plank. <laughs> we do. There is a pirate-themed pizza place within walking distance of where I live. Oh, what? is that? Okay. So that <laughs> one night when we were coming back from somewhere, I can't remember. <laughs> I We happened to see like what looked like a pirate-themed pizza place. And it had yeah. like a whole ass pirate ship inside it. Yeah. I've never been. I've never heard good things about it either, though, which is why it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to take you to this pirate-themed pizza place. <laughs> no, you took us to the pirate-themed mini golf. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was definitely way better. So so I'd rather do that. But like, it was surprising because I saw it. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that like a discovery zone, but with pirates? <laughs> if I go in there, will I see One-Eyed Willie's pirate ship? I, man, could you imagine? Well, isn't that what like the new FNAF game basically is? Kind of, I, I think. It does have a Discovery Zone kind of aesthetic to it. Yeah. Discovery Zone doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it doesn't. No. No. I wonder if people know what the fuck we're talking about. Probably it- not. Commenters, <laughs> if you know about Discovery Zone, you're old like us. <laughs> if you're not, if you don't know what Discovery Zone has we established, you're a post-millennial. Anyway, uh, where are we? Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah. I need to know what I did to worry about something like that. I lamented, resisting the urge to throw my arms up in the air. Hey, I'm like you just don't scare. <laughs> Without another word, I walked past the to-go desk and into the kitchen. Eyes peeled for any signs of my boss, Rob. <laughs> I mean, he probably, he probably didn't say it like that, but I like Rob. <laughs> I just love this idea of like when someone calls someone. It's the equivalent of like. Uh, people at the cheers bar going norm <laughs> grog because well, like it's like one of those things where i think that was the humor part of cheers where it's the fact there's this one guy that goes all to this bar this bar all the damn time that the people cheer when they yeah <laughs> he makes sure everyone's tabs are filled oh shit careful there the gro- oh god my voice <laughs> The gruff sound, I died, yes. I died again today. Uh, The gruff sound of my name made me spin around in surprise. I nearly nearly knocked into a coworker, busy pulling the grease traps out of the fryolator. But sidestepped just in time. Resisting the urge to curse, I hurried in the direction of the voice. (laughs) So I, I worked at a sushi place, and I did everything at that sushi place from, like, waitress host fryer rice cooker sushi chef and cleaning the fryers and the grease traps is like one of the worst things i've ever in like all the different jobs that i've had so that was my little reason for gagging right there the, oh yeah i get you the worst possible thing 
I never had to do that and but I've heard bad things I am so sorry (laughs) you get home and you just you just smell like fried oil fire oil that's all you smell like when you get home I'm debating if that smells good the first time or no no it's always bad there's no such thing as it being a good smell I take it yeah it smells like the fucking country uh, country fair no it is country fair wait yeah yes it's country fair or county fair county fair that's county fair Count count country fair. I haven't been to a county fair in for fucking ever because the one in like that's the one thing I will say about like the Los Angeles area. The county fairs here are complete shit. Like <laughs> because they, they don't beware a bunch of LA County Fair fans are gonna come try and find us and destroy us now. Oh no, how dare you but come on, like okay, like at, it's not if you go to a county fair in any other place that has like a rural type feel there's a feel that county fair has the feel that you want that's uh but if you're in la it just it it doesn't get that yeah like feel like well in la that kind of makes sense because i feel you're so close to like theme parks yeah different theme parks yeah they have the county fair thing in spades man yeah well it it also go ahead no, I, I got nothing. Because I was going to say, the I used to go to this Comania County Fair as a kid. And, like, there's, like, fried food. And there was, uh, like, the, these were, like, the rides that, like, you know were going to break down. <laughs> like, it had that. And then, um, like, oh, we got our prize pigs and shit. It had that feel. Uh-huh. And also, there was a parade and shit like that. Right where the parades were basically people who decorated their fucking like tractors or whatever (laughs) um and would have like competitions for that shit but Mm -hmm. la doesn't understand i don't don't think la fully grasps that i mean it's only not too long ago that la got a haunted hayride and they actually got it right you know think of it that way too i have to take you to an actual county fair i can like i i can see it i don't think you fully grasp Come come up here for the Washington County Fair. Yeah. As long as it's not hot and dusty. It is hot and dusty, but that's the point. Yeah, I don't want to go to a county fair if it's hot and dusty. Fuck that. So anyway, it was my boss, of course. (laughs) James stood by the back door, arms crossed tight against his chest. His lips formed a tight line, his bushy brows knitted above his nose in a visible lack of amusement. When my eyes met his, he unfolded an arm and curled a finger toward himself in a come here gesture. I complied. Is this gonna get sexy? I doubt it. <laughs> Should I just finish this page? If you uh, want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is it, sir? I asked. You were on trash duty last night, right? I nodded, brow quirking. Yeah. In that case, do you mind telling me what the hell do you... What the hell... Wait. In that case, do you mind telling me what the hell do you did with the garbage? <laughs> the hell do you did? What the hell do you did? Uh, I paused a little, taken aback. The silence passed in between us punctuated only by the humming of old equipment and shouted seafood orders i um i'm sorry but i don't know what you're talking about i took the trash out threw it in the dumpster like i always do that wasn't a lie i hadn't done anything wrong or at least i thought i didn't then again how hard could it be to mat to be how hard could it be to mess up trash duty sure it sucked but it wasn't hard i for some reason my brain wanted to read it as then again how hard uh was it oh, fucking you moved away from it i'm now. sorry 
how hard could it be to mess up trash dirty? Like my brain wanted to say that and I know it wasn't right. How do you do trash dirty? You've done my trash dirty. <laughs> James' expression didn't shift at my answer. Instead, he reached into his pants pocket. Sorry. My mind like I, like got rid of pockets and I had oh. to force. Okay. My he was good. I, I know he where your brain was going. Yes, you know, my well, that's where my brain always is. Okay. <laughs> Instead, he reached into his pants pocket and pulled out his phone. Unlocking it, he scrolled through a few tabs before finding whatever it was he was looking for. Then what's this? He asked, turning the phone for me to see. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> my mind, where my mind went. That's a dick pic, sir. <laughs> oh no, he's getting his cock out. <laughs> Well, it began with the inside he reached into his pants pocket. Oh no, and pulled out his phone. Huh. He scrolled through the tabs. Oh no, then what's this? Turns his phone. Oh God. <laughs> I looked at the screen and holy shit, it was a fucking mess. The dick pic was awful. Not a single visible trash bag was left in the open top dumpster. Oh no. So my ex and I, <laughs> shit. Oh boy. So my ex and I, um, to be discreet, used to call condoms trash bags. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I suck. Hey, you all went there. It's good. Both yeah, of you we, did. We all we went there all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is it's like God. It's like darkly lit all over it again. <laughs> wait, wait. Does dark? Do we really get this? Know, depending on the really. book. Depending no? on the book. Some Sometimes. of the books are very horny. Look at but fucking we're still Ellen Haven. Like, that's true. Yeah, Ellen Haven, Haven did get her. No, it, not, it wasn't that horny. Not that horny, but also like, even when it's like a little bit of horny in the book, we're for the most part actually pretty well behaved on Darkly Lit, aren't we? Ne- yeah, that's true. I'm actually trying to think now, what's the horniest book we've read on Darkly Lit? Uh, probably let the right one in, but not for good reason. Yeah. Not the kind of party oh that we yeah. wanted Actually, it to be. Yeah. It's a good book. Don't get me wrong, but I yeah. One of my favorite books still. It's very anyway. good. <clears throat> uh-uh. Sorry. Uh, not a single tr- visible trash bag was left in the open top dumpster. Instead, the black plastic swaths littered. Instead, the black plastic swaths littered the pavement. Their once-contained contents strewn about with all the organized grace of a tornado. Leftover shrimp tails and soggy french fries sat between torn-up paper napkins and the occasional to-go cuff lid. Bonnie, James started, opened the restaurant today and texted me this. I'm sorry, but my first thought is that a raccoon did that. I would not think when my... Well, spoilers, we did read the title. <laughs> yeah, we deciphered the title at the beginning, so we kind of got a spoiler there. Something akin to a raccoon is involved. Why would your boss assume, like, if you've had a history of not fucking up and you've been doing pretty good, why would you assume, you know what, my employee fucked this shit up? Why would you, like, I don't know, my first thought would be, okay, did you leave the, the, okay, I saw this, I think a raccoon got in, let's see if, we need to figure out a way to, like, keep the lids closed or something. Yeah um not oh clearly my employee decided to dig through the trash yeah <laughs> go have a party <laughs> uh i tried to answer but for an agonizing few seconds only baffled sputtering syllables escaped me finally i managed to gain control of my tongue enough to reply i didn't do that i insisted glancing up from the phone honestly god i have no idea what how it got like that 
it must have been a raccoon or a stray dog or something but it wasn't like that when i last left left when i left when i left last night okay by the way what do we think of the story so far the writing is actually pretty breezy and and i can follow it pretty well yeah yeah i think it's all i think it's serviceable so far yeah, no complaints on my side so far. Aside from like, I'm I'm a little bothered by this boss who is like too stupid to realize like who would who would do that to the trash. But it also in my brain, I will like try to like explain things. Like maybe this guy just yeah, it was probably a raccoon. But I'm gonna put it on you because I I'm quiet firing you or something. <laughs> I, maybe if it would have been made a little more clear that his boss was kind of a piece of shit type of individual that would do something like this maybe i would have been like okay then this is yeah. very this is very boss stereotype right here you yeah. know hard yeah. ass yeah yeah <clears throat> I, I i but i think a little more de- uh, slight development before that would have been that. yes i get it's a stereotype but i don't know just i don't want to i don't want to rely on a stereotype in yeah well i mean we'll we'll see where it goes i guess it's it's not bothering me too much right now well whoever did it James uttered, eyes burning into mine. They better not do it again tonight, understood? Because I don't need my employees spending precious work time picking up after someone else's mess. I know that so fast my head must have blurred. Absolutely. His eyes narrowed, but he pocketed the phone and stepped away. Good, now get to work. I don't think I started breathing again until he was, at, until he was out of earshot. And page break. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Oh. This goes fast. That's right, Gracie. Um, I'd spent the next several hours trying and failing to push the image out of my mind, but no amount of change counting or doggy bags could distract me. It had to have been a raccoon, right? A raccoon made more sense than a dog. Sure, the open end of the dumpster was high up, but those little suckers could climb. Yeah, they can. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get into anything that is the size of their skull. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I've seen there is one time when I was dropped off late at night at my one of my apartments and I saw like four raccoons on top of the trash can nearby where I had to pass by and I was freaking the fuck out I was like um how do I get home and I just kind of bolted uh that yeah they'll hiss at you oh yeah they'll hiss they they do they have they give no bucks um a dog wouldn't have been able to grab a bag unless it was big, like a German Shepherd or something. And someone would have noticed a giant dog rooting in the dumpster. Yeah, it's raccoon. Oh, it's me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it had been a raccoon, how could it possibly have how could it have possibly made all that damage? Raccoons were tiny things, weren't they? If I hadn't I mean they got hands, dude. They they yeah. have, fucking little sneaky conniving little hands okay anyway sorry i hadn't (laughs) seen one in person before at least not up close oh but i had to assume sorry what it's like oh i'm sorry that the lucky them (laughs) oh uh but i had to assume they were small i pursed my lips handing a woman her money and watching her and watching yeah no i read that right and watching her walk walk out the door then again the trash had been left unattended last night the raccoon would have had a lot of time to tear open the bags and get what it wanted very patient raccoon no it's not patient raccoons do that this is nothing new raccoons are little assholes yeah i know but like if like we're talking about a met like it's probably i would say right now the most logical explanation like you said a whole contingent of raccoons like four raccoons 
yeah. doing this all at once. Because, I mean, we I've seen families of raccoons be like, look, dinner, and then we'll just fucking make the huge mess of things. Mm-hmm. Because they're little conniving thieves, and like Say said, they have hands. They have fucking thumbs. <laughs> they're smart little assholes. Oh, yeah. I do find them kind of adorable, but they're little assholes. What's the face for? I straightened suddenly, head whizzing to the voice. It was Anne at the host podium. Again. What face? I asked. She gestured vaguely at my expression. You're making a pouty face, she said. It's just... I trailed off, biting my bottom lip. I got in trouble with James. Oh yeah, what happened? Something messed with the trash lights last night and he thinks I did it. Sheesh, did he check the security... They have security cameras? Oh my god, this boss is an asshole. Oh, wait a minute. I shook my head. We don't have one for the back door. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Answered it for you. Oops, should have waited. My bad. Too expensive, probably. Gabe's grub galley made enough to stay open, but not enough for more than, like, two cameras. I don't know. James sounds like the kind of guy that would take people's tips to afford yeah. another camera. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do about it? I lifted my shoulders in a shrug. Hell, if I know, just hope it doesn't happen again. Don't, I don't want a raccoon to get me fired. Anne snorted. Yeah, I'd hate to have to explain that to my next employer. A sigh whistled past my teeth. You and me both. Could you imagine during, like, during a job interview? It's like, so why did you leave your last job? Well, I got fired because my boss doesn't understand how raccoons work. <laughs> <laughs> I got fired because my boss is too cheap to buy a lock for the dumpster to keep <laughs> raccoons out. Or, you know, bears. What if there's bears? I guess I, maybe we only have to worry about bears. bears. I guess in Massachusetts there wouldn't be. Well, I don't know, but like, it's more like more often than not, it's going to be raccoons rather than bears, especially right, since, but, you know, especially since this is in like near the Boston area. Mm-hmm, fair point. I spent the last couple hours of, uh, bleh, I spent the last couple of hours before closing bussing dishes. The door leading to the dumpster sat only 10 feet away taunting me the whole time. Thanks to the slow day, I hadn't brought anything out to the dumpster, but that didn't mean I wasn't casting glances to the exit. Any minute now, I expected rustling or maybe barking, and I imagined myself throwing open the door and catching whatever creature nearly got me fired in the act. The raccoon perpetrator in my mind was a fat yet nimble thing, climbing open the grimy metals, a sighting of the imaginary dumpster before tearing open the heavy-duty black trash bags with its teeth. A gorge on the remnants of the workday, relishing all the while my paycheck grew further and further out of reach. It didn't know any better, of course. How could it possibly? It was just a dumb animal. Couldn't cap- com- comprehend capitalism or the con- fathom the concept of rent, but I hated it all the same. <laughs> I'd like to be a raccoon and not fathom the concept of capitalism, but that's just me. Yeah, that, w- that would be nice. <laughs> I, I, I would love to be a pampered house cat. That's what I would like to be. Yeah. I'll be a raccoon. Have little grabby hands and dig through garbage. Yeah, but like cats can like jump on shit and basically So can raccoons. But cats are taken care of. They're some fed. raccoons are taken care of. They it's called garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is a cat has to live in a house oftentimes. And oh no. Raccoons can warm... come and go where they please. Oh no, a cat has to live in a warm house, uh a warm house with someone that will take care of it and love it and feed it raccoons have to like walk in the goddamn rain yeah but then you have to shit in a box i can shit wherever i want if i'm a raccoon (laughs) 
You see, David's priorities is just, he just wants to shit wherever he wants yeah, to. Yeah, it's my dream, gang. I hope Don't our, shit on my dream. Are you pained every day that you have to shit in the toilet? Yes. <laughs> it sucks. Some days I just, you know, I think to myself, what if I could just, you know, and then I don't think about it too hard. But now, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's wherever I wanted. Liberate our shits. <laughs> Well, the next shit's yours anyway. <laughs> Closing time finally came. The last few stragglers left the restaurant and we began to shut things down. I gathered up the bags of today's trash and opened the door to the outside, immediately greeted by the dark night, by the dark of night and the dumpster. For a split second, I thought you were going to say dark night of the dumpster. And I thought, <laughs> oh man, the dumpster is now the villain. I, I hung in the doorway for a few moments, sticking my head out. I like left right and left again like I was preparing to cross the street, waiting for movement or noise. Anything to tell me that I wasn't alone. But there wasn't anything out there. If the raccoon was in the area, it was just out of sight. Sighing, I finally passed over the threshold, bags in hand. I tossed the black, swollen bags of leftover food into the dumpster, their contents hitting the bottom of the uh, with a thud as they impacted the grimy metal. My work done, I spawned my heel, wiping my fingers on my uniform as I walked back into the building. Shutting the door behind me, I lingered beside it for a few minutes and tried to pre- tried to pretend I wasn't there. It was all I could do not to press my ear up against the wooden surface, expectant. I'm sure the others were doing productive things like sweeping the floors or rolling the silverware. But I was too focused on the thought of vindication. I reached into my pocket, fingers ready, readily grasping my phone. If I took a photo of it in the act, James would have to believe me when I said I hadn't messed up the trash. How could he not? Maybe he'd even apologize. That'd be the day. <laughs> <laughs> or you could, you know, I mean, what are, I, if you can't afford a you union? Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. unionize. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Also, who? It baffles me still that this boss is such is so dumb that he's like, nah, clearly my employee did this. Why? Well, that's why I'm going with the with the explanation of like he's just putting it on the employee intentionally so he can like write him up and maybe like get him to quit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just a way to kind of push him out of the position. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where I'm going so the story makes sense to me. Yeah. I've experienced, no, I mean, I haven't experienced it myself, but I've seen it happen to, uh, you know, I've seen like supervisors be loud about certain employees they don't like in places yeah. and be like, I'm going to try and make them leave rather than just fire them or report them to HR. <laughs> uh, I think it's say No, I just read that'd be the day. Oh, oh yeah. So it's, it's you. It's your turn. What is me? Yay. <laughs> Sorry. Something outside wrenched me free of my daydreaming days. It was the sound of an impact, the sound of an overfull plastic bag hitting the ground. My heart leaped into my mouth. The dumpster, the raccoon, my job. I whirled around, nearly slipping as I raced to grab the doorknob. The frantic movement made me drop my phone, but fuck it. I couldn't waste seconds picking it up. And if I caught the damn thing in time, I wouldn't need it. I snatched the metal knob and twisted it, throwing the door open to poke my head outside, and it wasn't a raccoon. It was a young Oh. Oh. It was a young boy, maybe 10 or 11. Oh, no. That's just got real fucking sad. Wow. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. He stood barefoot in the darkness, crouched in front of the dumpster, hunched and looming over his garbage prize. Black, shaggy hair hung about his shadowed face and snarled split-in chunks 
bug bites, red and irritating mark, whatever skin was, wasn't covered by his stained clothes. Oh no. This just got sad. It's an, it's a vagabond. Holy shit. It's a homeless child. Damn. In his dirty hands, he clutched a half-open styrofoam to-go box. A few others already hastily pilfered littered the ground, dispensed from the trash bag he'd taken from the dumpster and torn open. The occasional cold french fry or sandwich fixing lay among the wreckage alongside overturned, overturned containers and dipping sauces. He looked up at me, hair parting to give me a, a good look at his face. Dark bags hung from darker eyes. His round features a messy canvas of scratches, crumbs, and dirt. Leftover pieces of someone else's jumbo shrimp hung halfway out of his mouth. Their greasy fried batter shells littering the trash bag covered ground beneath him. Neither of us said anything. Neither of us moved an inch. We just stood there, staring at one another the way a deer might stare at an oncoming car. Rob, Anne's voice called. The child's bug-bitten arms coiled tighter at my... Uh, co-worker's exclamation the styrofoam doggy bag in his grasp creaking and splitting in places as he pressed it greedily closer to his chest without a word he rose to his feet turned and darted away bare feet scampering around the bend of the building adjacent to the caves i turned around and found Anne right behind me she peered past the doorway and into the night and he was already gone rob rob what's wrong she asked again she might have said something else, but I didn't hear it. I was too busy rushing past her out of the kitchen, past the counter and the podium, and back to the bulletin board. I gazed at the missing child's poster, and once more, my raccoon face stared back at me. Oh, wait, scroll back up, scroll back up. Yeah, because they- No, was, yeah, but- I, I saw that. I was like, okay, there's going to be something with this bulletin board. Missing child feels like the most, like- Pot, yeah it got kind of glossy yeah yeah I, I there's a part of me that kind of picked up on that too but then i completely forgot about it we forgot then... about it because we were just talking shit a lot not talking <laughs> shit about the story but just like talking shit amongst ourselves and then we got focused no i think the story did a good job of like getting you so focused on the idea of a raccoon that you forgot about the missing child poster yeah because yeah. it a... is something that you would immediately especially like if you read a lot of stories were you know darker subjects that's something you immediately like hook on to yeah in the back of my head i definitely remember there was a missing child's poster but then like yeah. I, I was i wasn't necessarily you know what's interesting i like that it wasn't a monster and i like that it wasn't a raccoon i like that it was a feral basically like seeming like a feral kid mm-hmm. and that it's more like a a a, a tragic this is more tragic than horrific yeah yeah it's weird and it doesn't need to explain everything, which I kind of appreciate. I we just, I think this is also like it says it. This is a smart way of um, making you not focus on the child and keep thinking, oh, it's a raccoon, it's a raccoon, it's a raccoon. Mm-hmm. So when it is when the twist does occur, you're like, oh, oh shit! It's, it's like, much- oh shit! Oh yeah! You know, you gotta like put it. You have that like gratification of like putting it together. Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I um here's a here's another thing I noticed this is a small thing but uh, and I don't know if this was intentional but the fact that uh you know they're working at a pirate themed restaurant and you know there's the there's Rob and James but then, and then there's Anne and another coworker brought up his name Bonnie we have Anne and Bonnie <laughs> oh my god I love it <laughs> okay that's good that's, that's good. good I like that I I really hope that was intentional because I love it yeah I like that. <laughs> Uh yeah no this was fun uh I I I'm I'm intrigued I'm definitely intrigued I think it was a it was a fun light and a pretty well put together little read mm-hmm. 
at only nine pages, uh, short. Though doesn't overstay its welcome. Um, when our uh, fall staff said that um, they tend to write screenplays, or they, uh, I'm not surprised because this is a very dialogue heavy. Yeah. Um, which is not like that's not a bad thing at all. Like, uh, I know plenty of writers who write like that. I think isn't it Hemingway who's very dialogue heavy? That's is is that who? Or uh, Hemingway? There's someone. I know there's a famous writer who usually uses dialogue quite a bit. I think it's Hemingway. None of the things I've read from Hemingway, not, but sure. God, it's been a hot minute. I can't remember. Anyway, point being, but yeah, I can tell like, oh yeah, uh, but it, it doesn't, worse, there's some, certain stories. Um, so there, there's some writings I've read where people tend to, where people will depend too much on their dialogue in order to move, uh, move the story forward. Um, this doesn't do that. It actually uses the details, these like the details uh, that are not dialogue very well. Mm-hmm. So I think it also helps that it's in first person too. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a, this was very entertaining, and um, that was a good twist. I didn't see that coming, mm-hmm. and which is, even though the, the hint was right there, there was a it, yeah, but it was like it was like a, a for it was like it was like really really small foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Uh, in terms of freshness rating, I will give this uh, several shrimp tails scavenged from a dumpster. I give it eight cheddar biscuits. <laughs> I give it maybe maybe the kid has the right idea to be a raccoon so he can shit where he wants. <laughs> he ran away from that home. That kid is just shit. David in another life. Yes, this kid is living David's dream. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't want to be that bug bit. And you know what? I'm starting to re- rethink this whole raccoon thing. Maybe shitting wherever you want isn't quite worth it. But pissing anywhere you want. Now that- <laughs> oh my God. But, uh, hey, thanks for listening to this impromptu episode of Undercooked Analysis. I was saying impromptu, but you know, uh, I get, I, I, I meant, I think I mean impromptu episode of Darkly Lit. Instead, we decided to uh, um, discuss a story about a um, person working at a pirate themed red lobster <laughs> uh if you enjoy what you hear on this podcast you can listen to us uh on the creative horror network if you haven't done so already actually please listen to the other podcasts on the creative horror network including the aforementioned darkly lit uh the jameson tapes midnight marinara with a witching hour trick or track we have a lot of great shows there. So, uh, many of them do update on the Reagan and think when this episode comes out, yes, in fact, the Jameson tape should be right on its heels. Is that right, Say Yes, it will come out. If this goes out the 13th, then the Jameson tapes comes out the day after. And I I have to say, I, I, can't, I shouldn't say anything, but there is a little bit of bonus content at the end of the next episode that I am stupidly proud of. Oh. oh so. Is this as good as every time they said Grendel? I think it's better. Ooh. <laughs> I've really been enjoying the Jameson tapes. Like as soon as it comes out, I'm like, and this is gonna be added to my podcast list. Oh yeah, the Jameson tapes is a fan is a phenomenal show. Alan and and uh Alan and Bismi really uh knock it out of the park and Sade is a superb editor. So thank you. It's I try. It's a really a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, unlike this podcast where barely any effort is put into it whatsoever. Yay, self-deprecation. Uh, no. Speaking of effort, though, uh, we we are planning to release a Midnight Marinara at the end of October. Yes. 
Yes. So <laughs> and we, are, we are totally on top of that. We have been working <laughs> on it night and day for <laughs> weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> we have an outline. We've I'll just leave it at that. Google Doc with some ideas. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. We have some good ideas. I'll give you that much. We have some good yes. ideas. It's yeah. just, it's been difficult. We've all been busy. Kayla and I just moved to a new place. I, I quit and got a new job. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've got a lot on our plates right now. So the fact we're able to get this up is kind of surprising. So uh, if you want to support this podcast, uh, you can uh, e- email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. Any stories you'd like us to read and critique, much like Falstaff did. I will mention Falstaff contacted me on twitter first and asked if they could send a story i replied yes uh and they appreciated the fact that we named our dog gracie after the master of the mansion uh we it's it's fun situations like that i think lend well to this so and if you want to get your stories prioritized and hopefully push to the front of the queue as well as get some extra feedback like the choice drag segments you can listen to listen to you can listen to but you can only listen to it after you donate to us on patreon which is uh, patreon.com slash midnight marinara uh like i said there's a lot of extra fun bonus content there we try to drop stuff a little earlier when we can and as mentioned before choice drags as well as joining the uh, creative horror discord is that enough plugs yep and then i this whole plug this whole episode was basically a darkly lived plug so yeah yeah really go yeah. listen to <laughs> and uh and join us uh when we read the devil in the white city and discuss it on uh october the 13th yep uh and also um for darkly uh we take people's questions too and we will answer them at the end of each episode so if you've yep. read if you've read or will be reading devil in the white city Feel free to uh, message us. Uh, you could actually just message us uh, through, if you want to message us through Midnight Marinara, you can, but uh, we ha- you can uh, tweet us at darklitpod, and then we also have an uh, email, darklitpodcast at gmail.com. So. Superb. Hey, we were kind of on top of the whole plug situation this time, weren't we? Oh, shit. Kind of like how I'm standing on top of this dumpster. Oh, boy. He's, he's gone. <laughs> just don't pee in it. Mm, oh, you caught me. Sorry. <laughs> Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>